I want to kind of come behind uh, for a moment, come behind Wes and alongside of him of what he shared last week about Arise Global. Wasn't that a blessing last, last Sunday? Yeah, so powerful. Uh, Wes, he shared, he shared such a powerful message uh, and he did such a, a great job uh, really setting the stage for what's next for Arise Global. And uh, he did so specifically as it relates to uh, our local outreach as a church and our ministry to this city. Uh, and so I'm just really excited and, and so expectant. I know many of you guys are as well because I believe and we believe as a church that if you want to inherit the nations, then you've got to first steward what's in front of you and you've got to first occupy the territory that God has given you. And, uh, you know, that's the, and that's the type of language uh, we, I, I think in and that we speak of, you know, but if that doesn't resonate with you, I'm very apostolic. I think lands and territories and nations. Um, and we as a leadership team, uh, we, have, we have big vision, uh, but also, uh, you know, Wes, he does such a great job. It can also be very simple for you. And Wes does such a great job of making sure that we don't overcomplicate things. Amen. And that you were born to change the world. Bottom line, you were born to change the world and you can uh, start by loving the person in front of you. Yeah, All right. And, you know, by clothing yourself with Christ, Romans 13, 14, you can clothe yourself with Christ everywhere you go. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as Wes says, it's about the go, but it's also about the glow. It's about the go. That go. That's he did a message on that one time. It's a good word. It's about the go, but we can't forget about the glow. Everywhere we are, what's right in front of you. And one translation of Romans thirteen fourteen, it says to I love this. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Put him on, and make no provision for the flesh. So there's an, an invitation uh, with Arise a Global to put on the Lord Jesus Christ together as a church family and begin to blast Birmingham with his healing. All right, begin to blast Birmingham with breakthrough, with divinely appointed moments, with a love and a kindness that makes people lay in bed at night and said, I've never been seen the way that I was seen today by those people at Arise Birmingham. They're going, I've never felt a love and I've never felt a fire in my heart like I did this afternoon when those joyful people from the church on the hill up the road knocked on my door, gave me some food to eat and took time to pray with me. And that's the invitation. That's the opportunity we have with what Wes, you know, was kind of setting the stage for and releasing and launching uh, last Sunday. And also in this, I want to encourage those of you with uh, children, like parents as well, uh, specifically, you know, with younger children, because parents, uh, we want you to know that you're making uh, disciples in your home and around your dinner table every day. You are making disciples every day. It's your most important work. Uh, and don't ever think that you're not doing enough. Don't ever think that you are not on your mountain-shaking assignment, raising up your kids in the instruction and in the fear of the Lord. Uh, because you are. And it's shaping and it's, it's building the next kingdom generation. Okay, but with that said, uh, 
If you want to see your children come alive in a new way, then bring them with you to some of these Arise Global outreaches and ministries. Bring them with you. Come as a family to some of these Arise Global ministry days. And when they get to come to the church and be with the family of God and be a part of giving a a family, uh, for example, food, who's truly in need, when they get to be a part of being a miracle for someone, uh, when they get to see the Spirit of God, show up and break chains off of people in the name of Jesus, it will plant burning seeds in their hearts and it it will set them on fire. It will set them on fire, parents. Um, And and it also gives uh, our children an opportunity for them to see us as parents actually walk walk out what we're teaching them inside the home. So it's a really, um, you know, powerful opportunity as they're there as well for you families. Um, And, you know, as Wes mentioned last week, uh, this week, we've got some uh, info sheets and info printouts out there on your way out at the Rise Global table. Uh, you may have saw them when you came in. Uh, just make sure you grab one of those. It's got the upcoming times and uh, outreach days and dates and all those things. Um, so grab one of those and let's declare together over Birmingham to brace for impact. I, tell you, I heard that word in my spirit uh, this week as I was just leaning my heart um, to the Lord in, in regards to Arise Global. And I heard those words, brace for impact. To declare of a Bir- Birmingham, brace for impact because the everlasting Father's love and the wonder-working power of the blood of Jesus is flowing through his church. Amen. It's flowing through his church. And we also um, are thrilled to say as well, as we're talking about what we're doing locally uh, and here in our city, we're also just so excited to announce that uh, we're now officially partnering with as a church and supporting uh, and covering uh, ministry in the nations of Cambodia and in Pakistan. Praise God. Yeah. You know, if you remember uh, a month or so back, we actually sent off uh, Cameron Sexton to Cambodia. Uh, Powerful time. He's now there. He's just getting going and getting started in Cambodia. And he's working with, with, with kids and young women that have been sexually exploited and held as, as slaves. And uh, he's ministering uh, with his camera and he's ministering without his camera as well. So, um, you know, these are things uh, with sending off Cameron to Cambodia. We're going to be sharing with you updates and letting you know what's happening with him as Arise Global and the church family is just pushing him and covering him and blessing him. Uh, we're going to let you know things as the year continues. Uh, but also some of you know, uh, some of you may not know them, uh, but we are now also uh, partnering with uh, and covering and supporting a young couple in Pakistan. Uh, Ashbill and Kristen are at the, yeah, some of you know and love, love them. They are at the beginning of their journey and their calling as missionaries there in that nation of Pakistan. Uh, Kristen was here in Birmingham. She was here at Arise Birmingham with us, like I said. I know some of you still keep in communication with her regularly. Uh, she's now married to Ashbill, who was, who was born there in Pakistan. And uh, I've had the joy of getting to know him as well through video calls. And uh, we have just been building deeper relationship with them and dreaming with them as a, as a team about what God wants to do in and through them in Pakistan. Uh, and so they are someone, another couple as well, that we're just looking forward to and exciting to, excited to introduce you to them and the work that they're doing in Pakistan, how we're supporting them and how we're um, just blessing them. And so uh, here in the next couple of weeks, we'll actually have some information 
uh, and about what they're doing and how you can be a part of supporting them out on the Arise Global Table. Um, you know, exciting things to come. And we decided we're actually not going to call them missionaries. Uh, we actually, I, I, lo- I love the term missionaries, but we thought it might need a little bit of a, of a, of a fresh fire on it. So, uh, we are calling Cameron and, and Kristen and Asheville, we're, we're, we're calling them revivalists to the nations. Amen. So I know you're listening, Cameron, and, uh, they, they're part of the church family, man. They, they, uh, tune in, uh, Kristen and Asheville as well in Pakistan. They tune in, you know, weekly and just part of the family. So as you're listening, guys, uh, you are a revivalist to the nation, a revivalist to the nation. And I just want to declare before I move on, I want to declare just like over Birmingham, I want to declare over the nations of Cambodia and Pakistan to brace for impact because the everlasting father's love and the wonder working power of the blood is flowing through you, Cameron, is flowing through you, Kristen. And it's flowing through you, Asheville. Amen. You are a revivalist to the nations. Hallelujah. You are covered, protected, anointed, and full of the Spirit of God. Amen. So can they're watching. They're going to be watching. So can we just show our love? Let them know we're championing them, guys. Love you guys. Support you. Amen. And let me invite you to uh, pray about sowing into Arise Global. Okay. There's... Uh, uh, the same place where you go and you give tithes and offerings online to Arise Birmingham. You can also go on there and you can check the box and say, hey, this month I want to go over and beyond and I want to sow into Arise Global. I want to put my dollars, which is uh, how, many, how many of you know our dollars are a representation of our heart so often. I want to put my dollars and my heart on the front lines of reaching the earth with the gospel of Jesus through this vision. Amen. So I encourage you to do that. There's so much uh, in store. I really believe what we are launching and releasing as a church family through Arise Global is very uh, fertile soil. I believe it's fertile ground to, uh, to sow into. And I really our heart and our goal is that you don't have to look outside the church. You don't have to look outside the church family to you know, give and to uh, invest in vision and in, in initiatives that you feel uh, called to be a part of and advance the kingdom. Amen. Um, so pray about that. Pray about sowing into a rise global and let's go to the scriptures this morning. I'm going to go to Isaiah chapter 54, verse two. You can turn there, uh, if you would like, or you can, uh, just listen as I read it to you. The presence of God. Is resounding in the temple. (laughs) It says, enlarge the place of your tent and let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out. Do not hold back, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. All right, how many of you know that we are in a season of enlarging the place of our tent as the church, as the body of Christ. And it's not just this church. We are part of that. But the church is in a season, if we embrace it and walk in it, uh, that it is, it is an enlarging, uh, enlarging? Is that a word? An enlarging. How do you say that? Is that it? An enlarging of the place of our tent. Hallelujah. How many of you also know that you, that you are in a season 
of the place of your tent being enlarged. It's for you as well. And that's what I want to talk about this morning because the curtains of your habitations are being stretched out. All right. And as glorious as it is and as it's going to be, it's still a stretching. Someone say amen. It's still a stretching. How many of you are feeling the stretching in this season? Uh, You still have an enemy. uh, But what does it say? It says, do not hold back. Do not hold back. Um, but as you are expanding and as you are abounding uh, and growing and being positioned for the new thing that God is doing, we must make sure that we are lengthening our cords and strengthening our stakes for the enlarging and for the stretching. Amen. Uh, the Lord is expanding us. He's, he's expanding our capacity to receive and to, to steward uh, and to step into the fullness of what he's preparing us for uh, and for what he's pouring out. So I want to partner with uh, the Lord this morning to, to lengthen the cords and strengthen the stakes uh, by actually checking up on you, okay? And actually asking you this morning uh, that important question, how is your heart? How is your heart? You know, when you're expanding and you're climbing and you're growing, and you're making room, you've got to uh, stop and take a drink. When you're, when you're being prepared for more, you've got to take those moments and those times to stop and take a drink. Your portion, your inheritance is to be whole body, soul, and spirit. Yeah. So I, that's where I want to go this morning. How is everyone doing? How is your heart? How's everyone doing? Let's do this. Give me uh, just one word statements Uh, of how you are, okay? And you can be honest. Um, If you're happy and you're excited, everything's good and peachy, then amen, we want to celebrate it. Uh, But be honest, if you're tired, if you're a little weary, if you're sad, if you're anxious, then you can say that as well, and we'll celebrate your vulnerability. Okay, so a few people, just give me some one words of of how are you? How are you doing, church? Blessed. Blessed, amen. Good word. Expectant. Good word. I think I heard someone say the struggle is real. Thank you. Exhausted. Activated. Oh, amen. Amen. See, I actually needed some of these negative ones to actually go into the next part part of my message. So thank you. Those of you who are being real. (laughs) Exhausted. The struggle is real. Anyone else? Hope, perseverance, good word. Uh, Perseverance, a fruit of the spirit that does not get talked about enough. I'm sorry, what did someone say? Getting better, good word. Getting better, amen. That's a good word. It's really important for us to hear these things and be aware of where people are at and what uh, some of us are going through experiencing because when we come in on a Sunday morning, you have no idea uh, what the person next to you is dealing with or going through. You really don't. You never know. Um, I know many of you are very prophetic, and you know, um, you, we always, you feel things and pick things up, but you really don't ultimately know fully what's, what's, what's in someone's heart, you know. Um, and so, you know, we come in and... We are here to receive from the Lord, but 
uh, we're also here to be the family of God. We're here to be the family of God, and we don't ever want to underestimate the power of simple obedience to the Lord, the power of edifying and just building someone up, or the healing power of giving someone a safe place, to be honest. Amen. Uh, Nedra, she calls uh, vulnerability the shame killer. All right, I love that. It's a good word. It's a good word. I love that because vulnerability and honesty keep shame in its place under the feet of Jesus. So a few of you out there just you spoke out where where you're at uh, and you got vulnerable like hey actually it's the the struggle is real I'm tired uh, you know these different things you actually just put it you put shame under the feet of Jesus yeah. so I'm gonna call it what it is in the family of God um, vulnerability is saying whatever is hidden whatever is shameful whatever is not enough I'm bringing it into the light. I'm bringing into the light. And so what I want to do is just take some moments here uh, before the Lord and be honest with the Lord. You know, we, we've said a few things of where we're at. And I want you to take a few moments and just talk to the Lord and be honest and vulnerable with them of where you are. So I'm going to ask you just to close your eyes across the room so that you can just put the, the attention of your heart and the focus on the Lord for a few moments. And I want you to begin to be honest with the Lord about the things you're feeling, about where you're at. Because, you know, Jesus, he modeled for us a lifestyle of living a pure and holy life. But it was also filled with raw emotion of joy and of sadness and even righteous anger at different times. You know, he was transparent with his father in heaven and he was transparent with his disciples. And so I just want to invite you this morning and the Lord invites you uh, to step out of isolation and step into a gateway of healing through your honesty and through your vulnerability before the Lord. And you can, you know, you can be honest and you can be in a place of humility at the same time. Uh, because there's a difference in just like beginning to to blame and, and, and hurl things uh, at God and actually just being stripped down and bare before Him in your humble honesty. And if we could take that down just a little bit so I can hear what I'm saying as well. Thank y'all. that again. Uh, there's a difference in just blaming and beginning to hurl things at God uh, and actually being stripped down and bare before Him in your humble honesty. You know, being honest with Him and knowing that uh, He can handle it. And as you're just being honest with the Lord, don't fight the lousy emotions. You know, just let them come. Let them come. Yeah. Face the good, face the bad face the ugly. This is a safe place in the Father's love for them to be exposed rather, rather than letting them leak out on the people that we love the most. Amen. Amen. Thank you. 
being honest with him, just begin to let go of some of the things you need to let go of and give them to the Lord. And I'm seeing as we're in this moment, as you're giving things to the Lord, I feel that some of you uh, need to give some things to the, the great shepherd. And then it may be for some of you, you need to give some things to the perfect father. So just let the Holy Spirit lead you in that. Because so much of living the abundant life that God has for us is connected to letting go. And even in order to be vulnerable and honest, there has to be a letting go of your pride. There's also a letting go of your fear because being vulnerable and honest takes courage. as you're being honest before the Lord and, and giving him things I just invite you to, to just breathe in the breath of God breathe in the Ruah then breathe out any pride breathe out any fear in the shalom of God and then breathe out that tight grip that tight grip that you've got on something just breathe it out and let it go let it go thank you Lord let it go let go of that thing that place in your heart that you've held on to give it to the perfect father who never leaves you nor forsakes you Give it to the great shepherd who makes you lie down in green pastures and who leads you beside still waters, who restores your soul and leads you in paths of righteousness. freedom of being one in whom God is well pleased with because you're his <laughs> if you're in a disagreement or an argument with someone let go of your version of the truth in that situation or that argument and be open to the fact that you may be the one that's not seeing it clearly. I'm not saying you're not seeing it clearly. Don't throw stones at me. I'm saying let go of being right. Let go of being right and a beautiful space in your heart will begin to open up and you will experience freedom. 
your compassion will come forth. Your peace will well up inside of you and you will see even clearer than you did before. Let go of any disappointment. I feel the weight of the Lord when I just said that. I want to stay on that for a moment. Let go of any disappointment that you may have and give it to Him. Thank you, God. Because he wants you to know that restoring things is his specialty. Yeah, come on. And he always has a better yes for you. And his dreams and his plans for you are even better than your own. anxiety you may have. Just breathe in the endless ocean of Yahweh's love for you and breathe out any and all anxiety. I actually had to do this this past week. Uh, I was just growing anxious about something and uh, I just began to breathe in the love and the faithfulness of God and giving it to Him. And as soon as I did, I just knew that it was going to work out. It's going to be okay. Because he's so eager to love you. He's so eager to guard your heart and to guard your mind with his peace that surpasses all things. It's, a, it's, it's greater. It's greater than a mere earthly thing that you could try to understand. So just breathe in the endless ocean of Yahweh's love for you and breathe out all of that anxiety. Let it go. Sometimes you you just need a dad, no matter what age you are, to say it's going to be okay. begun to give that anxiety to the Lord I've got a question that was on my heart this week what if the anxiety that you've been experiencing wasn't such a serious issue all of a sudden 
We'll say it again. What if the anxiety you've been experiencing wasn't such a serious issue all of a sudden? And I'm certainly not trying to say that it's not important or that uh, the realness of what you've experienced is not to be acknowledged because it is. But we all know uh, Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7, that says, do not be anxious about anything. Uh, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. We know that verse, but um, have we also read verses 4 and 5 that are right before 6 and 7? Because right before 6 and 7, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. That's what we've been doing this morning in worship. We've been rejoicing. It tells us not to be anxious about anything and make our requests known to God. But two times before that, it says to rejoice. Is it because when we rejoice in him in the midst of what we are faced against, when we praise his holy name and bring our thanksgiving and let go of the things we've been holding onto as we desire him first above all else, it causes heaven and earth to converge and collide and it opens up the heavenly gates of healing in our hearts. Because by his word, his promises, he promises that it will. And when our God makes a promise, he will move heaven and earth to keep his promise. And he will show himself as Jehovah Shalom, who is your peace. He will show himself as Jehovah Rapha, who is your healer. As El Shaddai, who is our almighty God. So again, I want to ask that question. What if the anxiety... Or maybe it's a depression, or maybe it's a confusion about what to do, or maybe it's a stress or a weariness that you've been experiencing. What if it wasn't such an overwhelming and heavy issue all of a sudden because you know who your God is and because you begin to desire Him more than you desire answers? And because you say, like Paul did in, in Philippians 4, that it's just not going to be something that's hidden. And you just put it out there, as you've done this morning, you put it on the table of the Lord, you call it what it is, you declare the goodness of God, you laugh at the enemy and rejoice in your freedom. So what if you just started cracking a smile right now because you're feeling lighter? What if you just couldn't help it because the person next to you is cracking a smile and so you start cracking a smile because you're feeling lighter, lighter than you have in a long time. And what if that smile just starts to turn into a chuckling?
because it feels so glorious just to, to laugh a little and to smile a little. When the enemy takes something from you that's not his, the Lord restores it to even better than it was before. And Melanie told me this years ago, and I say it all the time, and I'm going to say it again this morning. You don't take something from the king's kids without it being restored to even better than it was before. What if you got home and it just started to turn into an all-out laughter before the Lord? Or you can start now. Because you realize you've been set free. It says rejoice. It says twice rejoice. I don't know if this is going to work out with the, the, the music that's playing, but let's just keep it going and track because I'm, I'm feeling that song in my spirit. If you'll sing it with me. Um, I will give you all my... Just sing that out. Yeah. Sing it again. I will give you all my worship. I will give you all my praise. You alone, I long to worship. You alone are worthy of Jesus says in Matthew 11, 28 through 30, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I really also like what it says in the message version, because it says, uh, come to me, Get away with me and you'll recover your life. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'm just going to invite you, just if you, the front's open, uh, if you want to come forward and just get away with Jesus this morning. Just begin to, to, to get away with Jesus this morning. He says, come and get away with me and you'll recover your life. He says, I'll show you how to take a a real rest. He says, walk with me and work with me and watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So come on if you want to come up forward. Or if you want to move around or whatever, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, just begin to get away with Jesus. Begin to get away with Jesus. The rivers of living water are available and flowing in your heart and in this place.
you're watching and listening online, just right where you are, just Jesus says, come to me, get away with me, and you recover your life. He says, put on my yoke. Slow down. Breathe. And come back to the present. Find your quiet place and begin to feel again. And I believe the Lord is saying, allow these words to define you once again. Love. Contentment. Gratitude. Resting in the quiet place. Margin. Delight. Joy. Clarity. Peace. This is the moment and the place where your failures lose power over you. And it's also the place where your successes lose power over you. You are free to be you again. You are free to be a child with a good father. You are free to hear his voice clearly again. And the Lord says you have permission to laugh in this season. says, you have permission to be foolish before me in this season. He said, I took your place with my laid down life so that you could have these moments. He didn't just stop the curse, he broke it. Come, Come away with me. Come away with me. Come away with me. Come away with me. I'm gentle and humble. Enter into my rest, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You are just free to be released from the room whenever you feel led or you need to. You're free to continue to to soak and be in his presence and come to him and get away with him. Thank you, Lord. I believe the Lord is saying the tent is being enlarged. 
and the curtains are being stretched out because I love you. And because no eye has seen, nor ear has heard, and no mind has imagined the things that God has prepared for those who love him.